Hey, yo, what's up, man? It's your boy, Jay Havana. And it's Jeremy because dude don't call me Royce no more. <laughs> <laughs> he officially changed his name to Jeremy from Royce. People ain't looking for me no more. It's all good. You don't even have an Instagram. Nah, I don't. No IG Royce. No IG <laughs> Royce. <laughs> Royce. <laughs> and this is Bars and Buckets. And we, today we have a special guest. Yes, sir. Um, he is a musician. He's an artist. I'm not even gonna. I'm a. I'm not even gonna go into. I'm not even gonna go into it. His name is Jomi. All right. He's a Dope musician. As shit. Dope as shit. <laughs> it just, uh, welcome to the show. Welcome to the Thank show. Thank you, bro. What an intro. Thank you. Thank you. I'm horrible at the intros. Yeah, <laughs> hey, man, we got a we got a crowd. Let's get a, a couple golf claps going yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, guys. <laughs> that's, uh, that's my fam in the background. So we are in, just to uh, um, provide the setting for our listeners, we are in Dirty Laundry Records. Yes, sir. Located in Tracy, California. Secret location. Secret location. For those of you who don't know where that's at, just Google that shit, but it's a, it's a secret location. <laughs> we're not providing the address. And we're here, man, chilling with Jomi, the family, the Dirty Laundry Records family. Who's here with you? Uh, right here in the background, we have my brother, who's my mix engineer, producer as, as well. He does both. He dabbles in both. He's also my... Uh, um, co-founder Dirty Laundry Records okay and then right behind him our white boy right there Nick he's uh, also co-founder Dirty Laundry Records <laughs> bro <laughs> you look high, high as fuck <laughs> 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 and then, uh, and then we got uh, Jose right there one of my best friends and then Trey also uh just barely coming into the Dirty Laundry team from Atlanta. That's what's up. That's He's what's helping up. us produce our next project. Dope. So we're happy to have this whole team. It's a blessing. They uh, they they just big part of the the end product. They they put their fingers in every single aspect of the the process, the music making process. Very dope. Right on. Right on. So provide a little background information on yourself. Shit. Well, who is Joe? excuse me. Well. Um, Jomi is stands for a journey of my imagination. Mm. Also, it's the acronyms coincidentally to my full name, okay. which I won't disclose. If you know me, you know me. <laughs> there you go. Otherwise, you know Jomi. So, bars. <laughs> bars. Yeah. And, uh, no, I was uh, I was born and raised in Oakland, East Side Oakland, East Thirty Six, kind of by Fruitvale Station, mm-hmm. and then I moved out here. Uh, I finished my uh, middle school out here. When I came out here, I went uh, to middle school, and then I did my, did my high school out here in Tracy. Mm-hmm. So kind of just grew up in the in the 90s over there in uh, in Oakland. As you can imagine, that was the uh, right when the crack era was at its peak, and but at the same time coming down. So you still see like the uh, I don't want to say the residue of what happens in a crack era in Oakland, but in other words, we're exposed to. Uh, like needles on the ground, condoms everywhere. There was times where we would walk to school. Me and my little brother's full. Like, he picked up a condom once from the, <laughs> from the, ground, <laughs> not knowing. <laughs> I, was, I was young man. Yeah, yeah. He just flicked it. Yeah, just, some, just shit like that. So. I was like, don't touch it. Don't touch it. And like syringes on the yeah. ground, you know, shit like that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so th- that's my background, and everything is a reflection of that, and how I got brought up, and just the things you see. It just opens you up, I think, consciously. If 
when you look at the bigger picture of how actual, you know, like cities and like urban areas work and stuff, you kind of see like the bigger picture. You're like, damn, like, why is this happening? So I think that's where I started questioning things like, damn, why is there, why is that bum over there trying to kill himself in the middle? Because we live by train tracks, you know, so it, you just, you see a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So when I, we moved over here to Tracy, it was just like, oh, fuck. Is it big difference? Big difference. It was like a culture shock, man. We okay. came over here and like there was nobody outside playing. Like literally, you didn't see, you wouldn't see anybody. It was hot as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> from Oakland, <laughs> from, <laughs> from Oakland to Tracy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um. Talking about that culture shock, uh, like <clears throat> even just you know, from the weather changes to like you know being different like how did that like affect were you recording back then or were no you, no 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 um so yeah the 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 culture shock to put things in perspective uh in oakland you would always see people outside whether it just be you know your neighbors or mm-hmm. you know there's people always you know partying or drinking or something right mm-hmm. so we moved out here to tracy and there's nobody outside Right. As, as I said earlier, there was literally nobody outside. And uh, what happened is uh, we picked up skating just because there was a skate park right down the street from yeah. us. Like skating like uh, rollerblading? Rollerblading, yeah. Okay. Rollerblading, okay. not yeah. skateboarding. <laughs> shout out to rollerblading. Shout out to Moonshine Soul Plates. So oh. one. But uh, the, the shock itself is, damn, there's so many white people here. Because in my school it was just blacks and Mexicans, and there was literally just one white kid. Mm-hmm. His name was Steven. I remember him because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is so what it is. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Steven. Shout out to Steven. <laughs> so even the school itself, like in, uh, I went to Lazier Elementary in Oakland, right? And um, you would have these bums or like these crackheads jump the fence to play with the little kids in the in the playground during recess, and I was like, damn, like that was just normal, right? Mm-hmm. And then when we came over here to Tracy, it was just um, more cleaned up. Everything was clean. Mm. Everything was, uh, it was just, I don't know, like what I would see in movies, if that makes sense. Yeah, kind of like that small town feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, it, it was just it was just wild, man. Um, and then I, I, I was in a bilingual school, but I would never really speak uh, English over there in Oakland. Mm because it was a, a mainly Spanish and English, but it, I was in the Spanish classes. Right. So when I came out here, that was, for, you know, I had to, you had to speak, English. speak yeah. English. I was like, and that was a shock to me. For sure. So how'd you get into music? Well, long story short, um, I was, this goes back to Oakland again. I saw a cassette on the ground. What, what, how did I get into music or hip hop? Music and then we okay. get okay, yeah, because of my dad, okay. he's just always been um listening to just he he's from Mexico, right? So you wouldn't think that he has like a musical palette the way that he does, you know. He, he used to listen to like the oldies here, but he's from Mexico, so you know, you're talking about like Rolling Stones, Bob Marley, uh, uh Richie Valens, Freddie Fender, uh, anybody you could think of. So I, I just I've always been. Because of him, he would always be playing just different music, and I just got a, a taste for it. As well as, uh, sorry to cut you off, as well as my mom's side of the family. Nope. Uh, uh, they're all musicians. Yeah. Hello. Hi. Hey, buddy, this is Liz. <laughs> She's late. All She's good. fucking the podcast up. Oh, it's all good. 
we'll keep uh, it we'll keep it yeah. we won't even edit it out <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah um my my mom's uh, side of the family they're literally all musicians like my grandpa's oh, no. a music literally every single last one of them they're musicians and my mom lives in mexico so when we go over there every single cousin will show up with whatever instrument they play and they just jam out oh, it's, it's wild that's dope that's dope yeah. So like wait wait you're saying like how did you get into hip hop? How did so that transition into hip hop? The very first memory that I have of mm -hmm. hip hop, I literally found in a cassette tape in my mm -hmm. block in Oakland of Fat Joe. Yeah. And Ice Cube. Like oh. yeah, and I just put that thing in and I was like, Oh, what is this? And mm -hmm. I must have been like, I don't know, five, six. Okay. But then after that kinda just escalated mm -hmm. from there. That, that's when I first my first memory of hip hop, but when I actually started Digging deep into it is when I actually moved out here to Tracy, and because of the skating scene, mm -hmm. you're just exposed to so much music. Just mm -hmm. if you watch skate videos throughout, yeah. and that was my life for a very long time. You could go watch skate videos like the skate edits, and not everybody listens to the same music. So that's when I started listening to like Nirvana, okay. like Radiohead, like uh, just rock. Same with you know hip hop, but hip hop wasn't commercial hip hop mm -hmm. that they would play. It was uh, like Zion I, like. Uh, mm -hmm hieroglyphics dilated peoples you know yeah so that's when i was like oh damn that's a dope ass song and back then you know we didn't have internet like that you know yeah, it wasn't exactly, it wasn't google exactly. so like you'd have <laughs> to like hey what is this mm -hmm. you'd have to go out of your way to listen to, to, actually it. Listen yeah. to it yeah yeah um as far as with everything now fast forward a little bit do you guys say that you guys would probably influence a big part of your guys's music is from all those outside influences oh definitely okay, yes for like sure the rock the hip-hop everything Marvel, yes the, with things yeah like death what a journalist that was hard <laughs> good question <laughs> <laughs> I'm prepared bro I'm prepared yeah no it's for sure most definitely no doubt without a doubt because if you listen to my music I try to incorporate a lot of elements mm -hmm. from different types of music wow. whether it be the beat choice or just the melodics or the way they layer the voices you know because mm -hmm. that's a lot of because i love nirvana yeah. mm -hmm. and just the way their vocals are matched up they're just like dang like you hear yeah. a lot of layers in your voice yeah in your music as well. yeah. yeah so yeah and most definitely man it, it for sure it's a big part right on so one thing i did want to ask i know you had on that one anyways so yeah. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. my favorite i listened to your guys' catalog mm. dope i liked you guys a lot I liked thank you, guys you so lot. much everything about it like the thank production you. i was talking to me earlier about his music videos too like the editing oh, thank is just you. dope you guys do a really, really good shout job. out to Bowie. Really, Bowie. really good job so i was curious one of my favorites uh selena and tupac yeah what's mm. the inspiration behind that what's the meaning behind that where did that come about <clears throat> production wise you lyrically like, okay where, where was your head at so one um, dang, there's just so many things that went into that, that song. And it was in a, in a time and space where lyrically in the song itself, it was just out of a, a place in my mind where, you know, I was having a kid. Mm -hmm. I didn't know where, like, I, I really did not know what, what, there was just so, ma so many emotions. And at the time I had just, uh, when I wrote that song, I quit, I had quit my job, right? Mm -hmm. To do other, you know, my, do what I want to do full time. So that's where it came out of. It was just uh, quit my job, find out I'm having a kid, and I was like, dang, maybe I should go back. <laughs> I like to work. <laughs> yeah, so that's where it stems from. Yeah. But um, the idea behind it is that di that wasn't something. I mean, I, I say that to say that it wasn't a uh, – I didn't write it in a place where like, fuck, I'm fucked. Yeah. No, it was more like, 
it's a blessing, right? So even though somebody might take that as like, man, like you're having a kid, you quit your job, like you're fucked, you know? I, I, I wanted to create a song that pretty much gave hope to people that are going through situations. So the, the song itself, the title, If Tupac and Selena Had a Baby, it was based on Tupac's poem, The Rose That Grew From Concrete, and then uh, Selena's Como La Flor, okay. which both songs are about hope. So the idea was just, dang, like these two people coming together, what if they had a baby that would just naturally give birth to hope it was just more symbolic okay and uh you see uh, roses and flowers throughout the the music video itself yeah. Yeah. so that that was that it was pretty much a song about hope and keeping your head up so that's where it stemmed from and that that's the idea behind it right on. i like that song even more now yeah thank <laughs> you <laughs> and the video too like um you really do a great job at like uh making the Symbolizing it, like bringing more meaning out of it. You know what I mean? It's um, yeah, it's a really dope video. Very well shot. Very well. Yeah. Put together. Yeah, yeah. That's guys, all Billy right there. Yeah. What's the pussy gun? <laughs> <laughs> Man, so uh, for those wait, for those that haven't seen the video, pussy gun is a hashtag at the end of the video. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Pussy Gun, um, uh, it, like you said, if you've seen the video, you know that there is a, 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 a gun, a gun, a gun, a gun, a gun, a gun prop in yeah. the, um, in the, uh, in the video. And that gun ultimately was the best that we could do as far as props. Yeah. <laughs> I was with uh, my girl Liz, she's right there in the back. Shout out to Liz. We were, uh, we, this was Halloween weekend, right? And uh, you would imagine going to like a, a Halloween store, they would have guns, like like nice, real looking guns. Mm -hmm. No, they had like Halo guns, like you know some, <laughs> anyways, we went to so many stores, we went to the Halloween store, we went to Target, I think we went to Walmart, we went to a couple like, just a lot of stores. Yeah. And the shoot was the next day. And I oh, thought, and shit. I just, in my head, I, I fucked up, I should have prepared, you know, I should have ordered it from Amazon or something. Right. <laughs> but because I felt that I could, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Next day delivery. Yeah, for real. <laughs> but because I thought that it was easy to grab a gun mm -hmm. that would look real from any spot, that was my my fuck up. But no, we couldn't find anything. So we pretty much went to like a, it, it was pretty much a big lots, like a party store. Oh, gotcha. And these were like little like squirt guns <laughs> that, we found, <laughs> that we found. They're all neon, yeah. you know, and uh, blue, red, green. Yeah. Anyways, that's the background story for it. Right. And I spray painted it black, at least, you know, yeah. maybe Bowie could do some magic and make it look hella big, you know, in the <laughs> video or something. Yeah. So what ended up happening is throughout that whole day, Ozzy, my photographer, and then Bowie, they were just like, the whole day they were just cracking jokes on like, man, that's a pussy ass gun, dude. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. It's like, it's not going to work. Pussy gun, pussy gun. It was just the whole day was just an inside joke. Like the, the video is very serious. But we were not serious that whole, you know, that whole day because of the <laughs> nature of those two guys. There was just AR, like, they're pretty much that, you know, they, they would press record on the video and I would just have to be really serious. But behind me, they were just like, just capping on me and that, like, you know, pussy gun. So ultimately, pussy gun is just an inside joke that has to do with 
the dumbass gun that I spray painted <laughs> <laughs> that we didn't think we were going to pull off to look real in the music video, but I think we did. I right think. On. I'm not right sure. On, right on. <laughs> so what does Samo mean? Samo is based on Jean-Michel Basquiat, who was a very famous painter after his death, unfortunately, that was that grew up in uh, in, in New York, I believe Queens, mm -hmm. in the 80s. And what he would do is, uh, first of all, he was uh, of Puerto Rican and I don't know what else to say, but he was Hispanic. And he got kicked out of his house. He would sleep on benches in New York. Mm -hmm. And before his fame, he was a graffiti artist. So he became a painter eventually, like an actual painter, painter, right? Um, he collaborated with like Andy Warhol eventually. But before he, he became famous, when he was sleeping on benches, he would throw up, uh, for those graffiti heads, he would throw up the term SAMO, S-A-M-O, like SAMO, right? And what he would do is uh, he would gather doors from like uh, burnt down buildings back in that, that era. I guess there was a lot of fires back then. So he would go salvage pieces of wood so he could start painting on them. You know, that's how he started off. But he, would th he was throwing up SAMO at that time. So it was just symbolic for me that I am John Michel Basquiat right now salvaging wood. So right now people don't know me, but I feel and I relate to so them like, damn, like people think you're crazy, but you know what, I'm still gonna do my passion. I'm still gonna throw this shit up and I'm gonna do the best of it. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna gather whatever tools I have right now to create what I love doing. So that's where Samo comes from. And then if you see the cover, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's framed over here in the studio. Uh, well, the that, nice, beautiful gold frame. Yeah. <laughs> Did you spray paint it? No. no. You got, got a cape like that? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was the actual picture before Ozzy edited it with like the crown or whatever. So if you see me, the reason why I have a suit is because if you look at John michels Basquiat, uh, he has a, a, a picture just like that oh. with a suit without his feet and a couch. So that was also a play on Jean-Michel Basquiat. And I have the crown and the thing, which is his signature thing in his paintings, so. Dope, man, very cool, very cool. Thank you. So you wanna play the game? Oh, no, no, no. Are no, we gonna play the game yet? I'm, no, excited, no. I'm excited for the no, game. No, no, we're gonna play a game, but we're gonna save, and save see, it. It's cool because you have the whole crew here, so we can do like lifelines. Uh, I just, <laughs> <laughs> That's a good but, idea, yeah, actually. That's a really good idea, man. I was like, this is gonna be hella fun today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Play a hip hop game with everybody. I want to I want to get a little bit more uh, uh, context for about the album before okay. we get into the, like the game and shit like that. Beautiful. Um, eviction notice your <clears throat> song. Yeah. It's on the same old project. Mm -hmm. Describe the meaning behind it. Eviction notice. It's a song ultimately about gentrification, and as I was telling you earlier when you asked me about my background, it it, it kind of goes. That that's where the inspiration came from. I imagine myself walking through the street of Oakland as a little kid when I'm going to school and I seen all these, uh, like I was telling you earlier, these drugs, these these needles are all on the ground wherever. And the song Eviction Notice has to do with how drugs were planted in our neighborhoods, urban neighborhoods, what's it mainly to make people into zombies, in my opinion, and uh, ultimately, them out of the neighborhood which eviction notice as you can imagine eviction notice that's that's a notice that you get when they tell you to get the fuck out your house yeah. so the song is about planning drugs making us into zombies 
and then filtering you out from that neighborhood, which is ultimately gentrification. So th that's literally what the song is about. But it was my interpretation of it. Dope. So you have a new video coming out. Yeah. Anchor Babies. Yes, sir. My personal favorite. Thank you. Song of the album. Mm -hmm. I really, really enjoyed it. Did you produce it? I produced it. Uh, he he did the mixing on that he one. He did the mixing. Yeah. yeah. Yo, credit to you by the way, because your mixing is on point Thank with you. his vocals. Yeah. Really, really, yeah, really, really yeah, credit, man. Yeah. Because you guys are developing, or you guys developed a sound where it goes. I mean, you guys know it goes way beyond the production. Yeah, trust me, this, this, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, yeah, no, you're good, yeah. yeah. He, like, stacks his vocals, and he gives me, like, crazy ass shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, you got to stack even more, guy? What? <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I, but I see it as a challenge. Like, all right, if I can make, find, find the space to fit all this in and, and make it sound dope, it's like, it, it's, yeah. fuck it, you know? Like, sure. I like yeah. that shit, you know, so. Yeah. Credit to you, bro. G Cardona. So, describe the meaning. So, let's talk about the song. And then um, we're going to drop this after the video comes out. Yes, sir. So we'll talk about the storyline on the video. Yeah. Okay. So describe the meaning behind the song and how it relates to what's going on in today's society. Yeah. So first of all, the term anchor babies is, uh, I, I want to say it was Bill Clinton who first made that term popular, but then Trump amplified it even more even more mm. and uh what the term anchor babies actually means at least the definition that they gave it was using being an immigrant like mom and, and dad moving to the united states and having a child in the united states and using them as an anchor for them to gain citizenship so anchor babies like i'm, I'm using my baby as an anchor to stay in the country permanently so that's where the term Anchor Babies comes from. So the song is about immigration. It's about uh, splitting families apart. And it came from a place, uh, from personal experience. Uh, my mom doesn't live with us. You know, she lives in Mexico. And it's very personal because, I mean, I was, I don't know, 18, 19 years. I think, actually, no. I was already older, like 19, 20 years old when my mom went to leave to Mexico. However, I was already older, right? Yeah. And I have younger brothers. And for me, for I would consider myself an adult at the time, that was a very like painful experience because you know, you, you uh, in a Hispanic culture, you, you need your mom for everything. Yeah. <laughs> you want your mom for everything, right? Yeah. They cook for you, they fucking, they do everything for you. So if I'm telling you that I'm a grown ass man and I went through that, imagine little kids. Mm. Like babies, imagine little little kids that don't know any better. They just see, man, I can't see my mom. Like, yeah. imagine what what it does to them psychologically. So the song, uh, the first part of it is a conversation that a dad or mom would have with their child. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. if they're in that situation, knowing that their parents are illegal, when they go to school to protect themselves and the family to not speak out. Otherwise, you're gonna get. You might get us deported, yeah. which is a real thing. I mean, yeah, I remember. Very real. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember having those conversations with my mom. Like mm -hmm. it's some, it's some real, it's some real shit. Shit goes on still today. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah, and then the the second verse is just uh, a, more of a personal, introspective side of that. Um, I guess the bigger picture reflection. So in other words, it's just a song about immigration and tearing families apart. And I just, I think it's. Uh, 
like I'm a citizen, right? I have every right to have access to my mom just like anybody else. But it's unfortunate the way the climate is. Come on, 21 Savage just got deported. Yeah. Some shit. Yeah. So yeah, it's 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 yeah. fucked up, and it, 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 I think it should be a basic human right for anybody. So let's go into the song so we can check it out. So why don't you introduce the song for us? This is Anchor Babies by Jomi, J-O-M-I. Tell me how would you feel? Tell me how would you feel? Picking a sack as I need to live. Mama, don't cry, I'm only a kid. When I grow up, I'ma get you back, so relax. But for now, don't know where I live. Picking a sack as I'm getting old. Mama, don't cry, I know you're alone. When I grow up, I'ma get you back, here I come. Going home, still don't know where I belong. What matters more? Person that gave you birth or the place that saw you be born? Mm. Ignore that question Cause we on the run Your mom's a felon homie Don't tell your teacher that your mom's an illegal Cause he may call the cops and may get her deported So if they ask what time she's picking you up from kindergarten Make sure to ignore it Otherwise you won't see her again in the morning homie So listen to me very carefully now Unfortunately because you are only half of a human being You are not allowed to have more than half of your parents here at your house So just don't open your mouth about her whereabouts I know this makes no sense, but I know that you understand That if we want to keep her alive, I need you to pretend that mommy don't exist They making America great again for you, so it feels like this Picking a sack as I need to live Mama, don't cry, I'm only a kid When I grow up, I'ma get you back, so relax But for now, don't know where I live Picking a sack as I'm getting old Mama, don't cry, I know you're alone When I grow up, I'ma get you back Here I come, going home, still don't know where I belong How would you feel? How would you feel? A lot older now, I got bills to pay And you're still not back And I break my back, so I go break the bank Wishing it was the wall, so I'm just saving up So I can touch your face again you pushing my back all up against this wall It's like putting us in a cage Thank God I got my dog So we picking and choosing and chewing on the postman For losing our mother's permission to walk freely in the mall We cruising with the lowriders And Snoop Dogg is a living proof of how our music and food Is protruding through blood and amusing the newest students in college Who grew up with no colors involved Just humans are growing dinosaur decisions, that's all So next time that you see your moms Give her a kiss from me and just be glad it wasn't only through a video call Picking a sack as I need to live Mama don't cry, I'm only a kid When I grow up, I'ma get you back So relax, but for now Don't know where I live Picking a sack as I'm getting old Mama don't cry, I know you're alone When I grow up, I'ma get you back Here I come, going home Still don't know where I belong
waited for my son. He was going to tell me when I was going to be joined with my son again. I don't know who told you that, but you are told it incorrectly. I have no information regarding your child. Immigration doesn't call the court or me personally and tell me what happened to your child. If they did do that, it wouldn't hurt my feelings. I'd be happy to relay the information to you if I could, but they don't do that. So hopefully somebody will get in touch with you. Recording again. So now we're like super professional because we got a professional photographer in the building. Shout yeah. out to Raz the Con Wrecker. Yeah. I, I, I try to mirror your sample, the Con Wrecker. Has a little echo to it. <laughs> Maybe we can edit it in. Uh, we can edit it in, right? I'll send you oh, dude, send, send it to me. <laughs> Where'd you grab that from? My closet. Oh, this? No, no, no. The, the sample. <laughs> the guy, the sample. Like, I feel like it was from, like, like He-Man and shit. The Conwrecker sample was actually me. I just kind of said the Conwrecker and just started, like, splicing it, seeing what's good. I've always yeah. been a fan of DJs, like, when they yeah. scratch. When yeah. they, the the Conwrecker. That's kind of where yeah. I'm That's dope. <laughs> it's, I always thought it was, like, from one of those old-school cartoons, like, fucking He-Man, Batman, <laughs> shit like that. Like I'm not hell of daddy, was it? <laughs> So we just heard Anchor Babies. Yes, sir. We hope you enjoyed it to the listeners, to our two listeners. <laughs> hey. hey, you got two new fans. That's so fine. You, know <laughs> you put out a vinyl, that's like $40 right that's there. True. You just got it right there. <laughs> <laughs> so you're about to drop the video. Yes, sir. By, this, by the time this comes out, you already dropped the video. Yep. What's the storyline behind the video? So uh, the storyline is, it's based on a dad, so Max. Um, he Max the dad. Max Shout the dad. <laughs> Max the dad. He uh, he's actually my cousin. Okay. <laughs> he's the main character. Max the dad, who's yeah. Jomi's cousin. Yes. <laughs> he uh, it, it, it's it's based on obviously not him personally, but just it's it's based on a dad. Who we try to make it more a uh, modern, modern relationship as as it relates to immigration. Mm. So he's actually married to a woman from India. Mm. So he so the, the story is from an Indian woman and a Mexican dad. They're both immigrants, you know. And the movie or the 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 music video, mm-hmm. and he he has that conversation with his daughter. You know about being uh, deported, but the symbolism behind it is he's talking to a baby, so the, there's a baby in it, and he's having a actual conversation with her, as uh, this is what's gonna happen. But she doesn't understand; she's only a baby, you know. So the storyline goes where he he's out there looking for a job. You know, he's at Home Depot. He eventually gets a job. He then goes to work. He gains his, you know, he gains he gets money for his family, and after a long day of him just trying to find that extra cash for his family, only to show up to his house where, you know, he's having his daughter, and then out of nowhere, hear a knock, like. That's how it knocks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then you open the door, and then you just have these big ass fucking immigration dudes just. Where's this? Where is so and so? Yeah. Well, he's not here. Well, he, he bullshit. He is here. Get the fuck out the way. And uh, 
he gets deported. So it, it's really sad, but it's a it's a reality that actually happens, you know. Mm-hmm. Whether whether the the woman is pregnant, you know, because she's pregnant in the music video, and they don't give a fuck, you know. They 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 literally just cut out the main food supply to them. Yeah. Cause now the dad's gone, you know. So now what is she gonna do? Mm. Just you know, uh, a single mom in the United States uh, ha- already has a kid. So uh, what do you think is gonna happen? Right. Yeah, it's sad. But that's pretty much <clears throat> the the summary of the music video. Have you gotten like any like feedback from like the fans um, regarding that specific song? Like, <clears throat> has that like? Or where people have experienced that personally or anything like that? Yeah, honestly, that's the one that it's more sentimental to a lot of the people that hit me up about it. Mm. There's literally, there's been a lot of people that tell me when they heard that song, they started crying. Um, and, and and this is just not people like my age. Right. These are like older people, like, uh, like her parents, for example. Uh, just yeah that's the one that if they hit me up about something very emotional it's for sure about that song Mm -hmm. and obviously it it relates more to people that have been through that so those those are the people that hit me up about it whether you be like a a a hispanic dude or like somebody from a different country right but yes they uh they they it's just it's sometimes you you think like dang like you you said something that's so common nowadays Mm -hmm. but people don't speak about it as as much as they should in my opinion right and credit to you for doing a song like that yeah thank you because that is it's a touchy subject for sure but it's something that to me as an artist you have to express that right you know what i mean like you have to express things like that um to let the world know to 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 let them know to keep that topic alive right because if people just stop talking about it that's just gonna yeah yeah no i agree most definitely all right before we get into this game that jeremy really wants to play <laughs> we got lifelines and shit <laughs> <laughs> he, hey, he just started this lifeline shit like on the fly like he's uh, like uh, now no. we got lifelines interesting all right um for people hearing your music mm-hmm. for the first time how would you describe it and that's a hard question because obviously it's going to be a, a biased response and it's what I think in my head <laughs> but obviously some other people are going to take it differently but if but in a perfect world where what I think about my music it's the the exact representation of it I would say my music is, is it's real it's honest you're never going to get a song from <clears throat> from me, from Jomi, that doesn't have a message behind it. Mm. So every song that I write, there's literally a message in it. And it's infused with uh, sonics, but ultimately you're going to get a message on it, whether it's, it's up front or you have to listen to the song multiple times. Mm. There's always going to be something ingrained in it. And that's just on the lyrical side. But on the production side, just um, I love sounds, I love music, so we we always put a fucking a dope beat on it. 
it's just it's just how it is something knocking hella hard and just something real just just cool you know yeah i did that doesn't sound biased to me at all it's all good yeah Yeah. well thank you yeah so now you want to play this game Let's play the game. <laughs> it's your rules, man. It's your rules. I wish we had like a uh, game show music. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, can Google it real quick. Yeah, Google it. <laughs> it's, it's all good. Don't even worry about it. All right. So, I mean, I titled it "Who Rapped That." Who rapped that? The game. All right. All right. Um, so I can use a lifeline, right? Yes. You can. Yeah. Okay. How many? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's see you guys. I'm gonna pick Jose. We'll give you five questions. Yeah, it's five questions. All right, we'll give you two lifelines. All right, two lifelines. Dang, I'm gonna fuck this up. So, the the rules of the game. <clears throat> We're gonna rap some lyrics mm-hmm. to three artists that you enjoy. Yeah. And I got this. We did an interview um, prior, so I got the the I got the names of the artists through there. All right. So it's. Um, yeah, you better not have lied. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> All right. When I drop that interview, be like, he was a fraud. For yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it's uh, three artists. We're gonna say the lyrics. If Jeremy wants to rap them, he can. And then you're gonna have to guess. See, but like when you rap, my fuck, it's too easy to know. Okay, then just say it. Just say it. So you have to. Okay, that's even harder. Or say it like, say it like the The most. Can give it away. Yeah, the the case can definitely give it away. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Then we'll just. Especially when I'll take it it, whichever way. We'll just talk. Be more interesting. How? (laughs) 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 Do you know any voices? What's that? Do you know any voices? Do I know voices? Like, like can I you talk like? Uh, like <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say like, just say like in a accent. different voice, an accent. Yeah, uh, I'm terrible with accents, man. <laughs> hey, you know this is a true story. Terrible. When he first started rapping, yeah, he oh, had man. the biggest accent in the world. For real? Yeah. Like yeah. Spanish accent? Yeah. yeah. So Who'd you like, sound like? Dude, so like his the producer that we used to roll with. Um, I remember I went in there, I recorded like two verses, and he's like, bro. I'm like, yeah, he's like, you can't, you have to go to speech class or some shit <laughs> to work on your <laughs> <laughs> like, This dude is probably like the most honest fucking guy ever. Yeah, like, <laughs> super honest, bro. And he's like, you Have you heard those recordings back then? Like, yeah. did you go back to it and listen to it? Yeah, like, I, I played it to my girl now because my girl and I have been together for about three years. This is way back in my early 20s. And she's like, that's not you. And I was like, yeah, dude, <laughs> that real? was like two hours of full-time speech class enunciations. For real? Yeah. Credit yeah. to him though. He yeah. went to fucking yeah. speech class. Yeah. So you like, did go to speech like, class. Dang. <laughs> yeah. So when did like, you actually start speaking uh, English then? Or uh, so why, why did you have an I spoke, accent? I spoke choppy because um. So I lived with my grandma, and my grandpa yeah. growing up, and they were from Jalisco, uh, Guadalajara. Yeah. yeah. And they also spoke Spanish. Yeah. So I constantly heard that over and over and over. Then growing I mean, up, it's only yeah. Right, so it's natural, yeah. you know. And then my mom thought being the same thing. Mm-hmm. So that's just what I heard, and that's yeah. how I spoke. So when I I kind of always spoke Spanglish. Yeah. I never really spoke English because like my grandma like. I said, wait, I want Kmart and get some shoes. Like, it was like that kind of shit. Yeah. So that's how I spoke. So when I met him and uh, Trident, <clears throat> they were like, yo, like, you cool and everything, but you really got to fix that. Like, you got to fix that. That could have been like, you, though, bro. Yeah, it, it was exactly. It wasn't me. At the time, like, I was very influential, so I just kind of do what I needed to do. And anywho, but yeah, so whenever I get into, like, a discussion with somebody, that'll come out. Yeah. Like, my natural, you know, your mm-hmm. passion and everything else. Yeah. So that'll come out. People are like, Side eye, like, what, what? the You're fuck? Mexican? Where did that come from? <laughs> but yeah, so. I just yeah. thought he looked like Ben Affleck. Like, what the fuck? 
So yeah, like I get that a whole bunch. Oh shit! Yeah, you threw me off when you're like, yeah, my family's from Guadalajara. I was like, oh shit. What'd you think it was? I thought it was white. Yeah, everyone yeah. thinks that, bro. Well, yeah, oh, you're half Canadian. Well, I'm a quarter Canadian, so my uh, dad's Native American. Both borders. <laughs> He's actually yeah. American American. Yeah. American American. So yeah, so yeah, so like my dad's from Canada and my mom's from Mexico, mm-hmm. and then I came up through the middle. So, that's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a cool-ass background, to be yeah. honest. So, yeah, everyone always thinks Culture. I'm white, and my last name is Solorio. So everyone's like, what, oh, you're Italian? What is it? Solorio. Uh, Solorio. Yeah, so everyone's like, oh, you Italian? I'm like, nah, bruh. Yeah. Psych, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first episode where he just revealed his full government name. Like. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I, I told you, man, they don't want looking for me anymore, so it's okay. It's so, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. All, right. All right, so the game, three artists. Yes. Um, Two lifelines. Two lifelines. The artists that these lyrics will be coming from, J. Cole. Good one. Andre 3000. I knew it. And Merce. All right. Fuck. <laughs> 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 no, Joe, I got faith in you, bro. Yeah. All right. So he... he um, Merce is right there, too. He's looking at me. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Merce. He's a really good guy. Really good guy. Um, so we're going to... Uh, I didn't even think about this. Is it going to be like a point system or like yeah. you just got? <laughs> <laughs> so to win the game, you have to get three out of five, 60%. Okay, cool. So does Atlanta, he get like Atlanta. bonus points? Atlanta's going to give you a new car if you get three out of five. Uh, it'll be a Hot Wheels. Fuck yeah. Right. It's all good. It's all good. Does, does he get like an extra point if he gets um like the name of the song? Yeah. And what verse? Oh, definitely. You have to give him extra points. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Let's do it. All right. All right. Well, go first. Why do I feel like it's my game now? Like, Why, bro? I mean, you, you just thought of this lifeline shit. That shit was brilliant, bro. Not, <laughs> keep the Keep the family involved, man. All right. There you go. All right. You go ahead and go with the first one then. Oh, Jeremy? Jeremy. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so I don't read the, the bold letter. I just read the... Yeah, bro, because right, if you read the bold letter, it's going to be the name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, the genius. You ready? Yeah, 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 all, right. all right, so the first the first bars is, I stumbled out of bed, hungover, none sober, like the Joes rushed my body and I was like soul cobra. Still a soldier, grabbed a soda, helped my stomach settle down, then fell into the shower as I let the funk drown. Well, I'm going to tell you. I think he knows this. I think he knows. Hey, don't. You can't. You only look You only look back at your people if there is a lifeline. <laughs> That's fair. Because yeah. they're going to be like. So you want me to finish? You want me to say who artist, what artist yeah, it was? Yeah, what artist yeah. it was. Oh, okay. And you get an extra point. Can you say it again? Yeah. I'm going to use context clues because I'm going to be real with you. I don't recognize it, but... Okay. Oh, okay. All right. I stumbled out of bed, hung over, none sober. Dude, you're rapping it. You got to, like, talk it. Man, I'm just trying I'm to fuck with everything, you, man. It's the <laughs> punctuation. <laughs> oh, it's all over again because right. I was brutally interrupted. <laughs> all right. I stumbled out of bed, hung over, none sober. Like the Jones rushed my body and I was soul cobra. Still a soldier. Grabbed a soda, helped my stomach settle down, then fell into the shower and let the funk drown. Well, that sounds like Andre 3000. Wait, wait, wait. And that's wrong. <laughs> it's J. Cole, huh? Nah, nah. take that verse photo down, bro. <laughs> Damn. Uh, I would have guessed that. Damn. This song up. was God's Sorry, Word. Merce. Yep. God's Word. All good. All good. It's just the thing is, Merce has so much music. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He has a large, <laughs> large so catalog. So much fucking music. That's why like when he sent me this, I was like, 
Man, that's tough, bro, because I'm really big with lyrics. Like, yeah. Sound, I'm huge with lyrics, but I was reading something that was like, dude, Joe McGill be a real one, man. <laughs> hey, <laughs> and uh, credit, shout out to my girl, because she actually picked that one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Shout so out she to was sitting there girl. with me, and I was like, all right, which one? I'm, these are the artists. Which one's in this? She's like, you got to do that one. She's like the biggest Merz fan. So yeah. shout out to my girl. Shout out to my girl. Yeah. All right, so question right. two will be asked by you. Okay, sure. Yeah. Oh, I had to rest my vocal cords. That was loud. <laughs> 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 All right. Damn. You sure you don't want to say this, bro? Because it has like some stuff. That you, that you love to say like nuts alright so backstory real quick real quick there's a backstory to everything so when I used to when I used to rap record with this dude I would make him feel so uncomfortable because we'd do mic checks and I would just fuck it still makes me feel uncomfortable random like bars everything I don't really care I say whatever comes up to the head but he's like dude for real I'm like yeah for real he's like we aren't recording that shit I was like record it Put it on a put a stamp on it. Nah, we ain't recording that stuff. So I like making him feel uncomfortable. <laughs> does he good. does he does he prove his point? Yeah, he's very uncomfortable, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 yeah, this dude like yeah, he's a little, he's a little weird, bro. Question two, it's all you. All right, question two. <laughs> yeah, tight like nuts and bolts, sluts and hoes. They get evicted. I'm dealing with queens in my castle. Ain't worth it to risk it. Now tricks be looking at me like I'm they way up out the projects. Can't put you on my payroll and no, I ain't got no Rolex. That was very hard to say without rapping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not J. Cole and it's not Merce. So it's Andre 3000. Ding, ding, ding. Can, yeah, let's get a round of applause. Let's get a round of applause. <laughs> Thank you. Very good. Very good. And he hasn't used a lifeline yet. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, what about what about the song though? Oh. Oh, 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 that's a good point. I just totally forgot about that shit. <laughs> what song is it? Oh, Wanna give it a guess? Uh, yeah, the, the art of storytelling. Huh? One of the artist the art of storytelling, one of them? Nah. No. Nah, I don't know. I just guessed. Two dope boys in the Cadillac. Yeah. Alright. Alright, number three. Uh, question three. Ready? Yeah. All right. If I die today, was it business? Was it personal? Shouldn't the, shouldn't this be my last breath? I'm blessed because it was pur purposeful. Dang, we right. How was small? It's J. Cole. Yes, sir. Hey, you this. know you can zoom <laughs> that, right? I know. I'm, right. <laughs> my eyes is old. All right. Go ahead and do number four, Jeremy. Wait, uh, you want to get the gun? Uh, oh, the yeah. You want to hear the song? Can you re read it again? Yeah. If I die today... Was it business? Was it personal? Should this be my last breath? I'm blessed because it was purposeful. Never go to, never got to church to worship the Lord, but please be merciful. You made me versatile, well-rounded, like cursive. No, you chose me for a purpose. I put my soul in these verses. Which one is it, though? You guys know? Anybody? <laughs> <Yeah>, hold on. <laughs> I think that's a little pump, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I should know this. Rap it again? Or say, it? Uh, say it again. <laughs> okay, real quick. Uh, if I die today, was it business? Was it personal? Should this be my last breath? I'm blessed because it was purposeful. 
Never got to church to worship, Lord, but please be merciful. You made me versatile or rounded like cursive. Now you chose me for a purpose. I put my soul in these verses. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I know that song for sure. I just mm -hmm. don't. Oh, man, when, it, you, when, you, when you find out, you'll be mad. Yeah. Come <laughs> on. You got it, bro. You, know you got, got it. it. Come on, Joey. You got it. Take a journey through your imagination. Dang. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, can you get, can I use a a, a clue? Is it, is it like, a lifeline? No, 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 no. I'll, I'll, give, I'll, give you, I'll give you a clue. Let's okay. call it the host clue. Okay. Host clue. It's Jeez, the title okay. of an album. Born Center. Yeah. Born Center. Yeah, Born Center. Yeah, it makes sense, right? Yeah, Born Center. Yeah. Hey, credit to J. Cole. It just makes sense, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually probably my favorite J. Cole song. Yeah. Yeah. There's right. a song with the gospel yeah, in it. Yeah. 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 All right, man. You on four? Uh, four? No, no, no. Yeah, we on four. We just did three. Just three? No, nah, you do. You do four. Why are you always put me on? You, the you do four, bro. Come on. All right, man. Number four. Yeah, do four. You, you ready? Yeah. <laughs> Take a little trip, hater. Pack up your mind. Look forward, not behind. Then you'll see what you'll find. I caught a sucker dying because he thought he could rhyme. Now, if his mama is a quarter daughter, must be a dime. Okay. I'm gonna use my lifeline on this okay. one. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right. Trey. Andre. Yes, sir. What's ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> Because of his word usage. Yeah, that's good so. point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. You know the, the title of the song. You can you can use them too for the lifeline. Same lifeline. Same lifeline. Do you know the title? No, I don't. Uh, Frank knows it. Frank knows it. Sir. The whole world. The whole yes, world. Sir. The whole world, <laughs> sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. He was all whispering, mate. I think it's a question. Oh, good. Oh, good. And, and Frank's over there. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, dry. This shit. No, that looked like a square, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like, it's like. That was in the, that was in the oh, world. That was a square. Hey, hey I was actually so. watching this. <laughs> B.O.B. says that too. Hey, you should have went like... <laughs> <laughs> Flat. All right, uh, number... F what, what? How many points you got? Yeah, four. Oh, four. This, this is like bonus round. This is all just for... All right, just... Yeah. For whatever. We're not even keep a score. It's all, all right. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, keep score. Everything keeps score. I really think <laughs> you got three, bro. <laughs> <laughs> all right, last one. Last one. She was only 15 in love with bad R&B. She had to have vision because she saw the star in me. Encouraged me to write about the drama in my life. To most, it seemed strange, like something wasn't right. I used to fall a victim to them lunchroom comedians. Something like an outcast started, sm started, <laughs> started smoking weed and then I sort of fell into my own, kind of fell at home when behind a microphone. Damn, you ripped the whole song. <laughs> pretty much, bro. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that kind of sounds some, like some shit that Merce would say. Very, very correct. Yes. Boom. What song? I don't know. I just, I just, I just <laughs> go off of his, his word choice. Mm. I don't know the song, though. It, everything. Oh, everything. Gotcha. There you go. Well, that's the end of our game show. Yeah. Dang. Everybody, round of applause. Yeah. Good job.
The true sport. He answered yeah. the answer the questions like, "Yeah, man, I'm a fucking rapper, <laughs> and I listen to music for real." <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what, if, what, hey, what if you can get any, what if you can get any right? Ah, it's all good. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It happens. Yeah. It happens. Uh, well, all right. Well, um, well, a couple ending questions. It's fine. So, uh, what's next for Jomi? Right now, I'm currently working on my uh, my next project. It's gonna be really special. I don't want to talk too much about it, but it, it's 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 mainly focused on on production. And uh, overall, just production and just the sonics behind it. Mm. Everything is in-house, this next project, so we're, we're, I'm taking pride in that. Everything inside, everything straight out of literally, like, the people that you see in here. So that that's really special to me, so even more that I, I'm going to um, love that project just for that reason. You know, everything is, is in-house, like I said, so... Um, um yeah i'll just be releasing music and um i'll be blogging too for you can go ahead and say it yeah i'll be blogging too for uh, crazyhood.com boom yeah there you go look out for some articles for him yes sir um and anything you want to add? add to it nah man it's been a pleasure no, thank you guys out in the studio the, the back cave for sure well yeah, appreciate you guys coming out <laughs> dirty laundry uh recording studio just got another nickname right there what is it the back cave the back cave oh, the jomi cave the jomi cave. cave the dirty laundry cave well thank you guys for coming all the way out here to my actual uh habitat for sure thank you for having us yeah for sure how can people reach you um plug your shit plug it instagram at official jomi Facebook, Journey of My Imagination, Twitter. It's uh, official Jomi DLR. I don't know. <laughs> with a question mark at the yeah, end. Yeah, the question mark at the end. And uh, just on my music itself, you know, you can look at look me up on uh, Spotify, iTunes, Tidal, mm. Amazon, anything you could think of, just J-O-M-I. That's all you got to search. And uh, same with YouTube, just J-O-M-I or official Jomi. That's how you'll find me. Anything you would like to plug, Jeremy? Yes. All right, go ahead. Right, real quick, everyone listening out, take a listen to all this dude's music. Very, very good quality hip-hop, which we need more of nowadays. So give this dude a listen, show some love, and that's it. Let's Thank give a round you. of applause for Joe. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Shout out to the uh, rest of the podcast on the network, Fatherhoods, Dream Big Hip Hop, um, Dribbles and Dimes, Hood Talks, Family Ties. Shout out to Jeremy for finally using his legal name and switching from Royce. <laughs> and shout out to the motherfucking Drink Champs podcast, everybody. Round of applause. One more time. Thank you, guys. Thank you for coming on the show, man. I really no do problem. appreciate it. I really appreciate it. should do it again. Yeah, shout out to everybody in the back. Hey. Shout out to the Lifelines. <laughs> shout out to Trey for helping me out. Dope. Pete. <laughs> Bars and Buckets. Yeah. Tell me, how would you feel? Tell me, how would you feel? Picking a sack as I need to live. Mama, don't cry, I'm only a kid. When I grow up, I'ma get you back, so relax. But for now, don't know where I live. Picking a sack as I'm getting old. Mama, don't cry, I know you're alone.
When I grow up, I'ma get you back. Here I come, going home. Still don't know where I belong. What matters more? Person that gave you birth or the place that saw you be born? Mm. Ignore that question. Cause we on the run, your mom's a felon, homie. Don't tell your teacher that your mom's an illegal. Cause he may call the cops and may get her deported. So if they ask what time she's picking you up from kindergarten, make sure to ignore it. Otherwise, you won't see her again in the morning, homie. So listen to me very carefully now. Unfortunately, because you are only half of a human being, you are not allowed to have more than half of your parents here at your house. So just don't open your mouth about her whereabouts. I know this makes no sense, but I know. That you understand that if we wanna keep her alive, I need you to pretend that mommy don't exist. They making America great again for you, so it feels like this. Picking a sack is I need to live. Mama, don't cry, I'm only a kid. When I grow up, I'ma get you back, so relax. But for now, don't know where I live. Picking a sack is I'm getting old. Mama, don't cry, I know you're alone. When I grow up, I'ma get you back. Here I come, going home, still don't know where I belong. How would you feel? How would you feel? A lot older now, I got bills to pay, and you're still not back. And I break my back, so I go break the bank, wishing it was the wall. So I'm just saving up, so I can touch your face again. You pushing my back all up against this wall It's like putting us in a cage Thank God I got my dog So we picking and choosing and chewing on the postman For losing our mother's permission to walk freely in the mall We cruising with the lowriders And Snoop Dogg is a living proof of how our music and food Is protruding through blood and amusing the newest students in college Who grew up with no colors involved Just humans are growing dinosaur decisions, that's all So next time that you see your moms Give her a kiss from me and just be glad it wasn't known only through a video call Picking a sack is I need to live Mama don't cry, I'm only a kid When I grow up, I'ma get you back So relax, but for now Don't know where I live Picking a sack is I'm getting old Mama don't cry, I know you're alone When I grow up, I'ma get you back Here I come, going home Still don't know where I belong I don't know who told you that, but you were told incorrectly. I have no information regarding your child. Immigration doesn't call the court or me personally and tell me what happened to your child. If they did do that, it wouldn't hurt my feelings. I'd be happy to relay the information to you if I could, but they don't do that. So hopefully somebody will get in touch with you.